welcome everybody to this um, next news podcast. It's very disgusting. Um, it was supposed to be a good day. It was supposed to be a good day. And now that we're there, and we are, we are there with the New York Mets. On Friday, I, I, I talked about how Cohen's buying the team. It's a beautiful day. The Mets walked out of the Yankee Stadium. You saw Pete Alonso scream so loud that every camera caught him. But then I said the Mets could legitimately lose the rest of the games this weekend. See, I'm, I'm a smart guy. I, I have a brain. Unlike half the other Mets fan base that doesn't, I have a brain. And and that's not a knock on Mets on Met fans. We're a very passionate group. I'm a very passionate fan. And, you know, when, so let's start with the story, and then I'm going to introduce Gabe's day. Um, <clears throat> as every Mets fan knows, I had to work this weekend. So I was texting a girl. She will name. She will not be named because, God, some of the people that listen to this podcast are very weird. Um, and all of a sudden, she's like, "The Nets have a five-run lead. It's good. We're we're good to go. We are we are good. We are gonna. They're gonna win." And I'm like, "No, they're not." And she's like, "What? It's a five-run lead. The Red Sox never blow five-run leads." And I'm like, "No, no, no, no. They're gonna blow it." They're, and I'm like, "Who are they bringing in? Ah, oh, they're bringing in this guy named Edwin Diaz." And I'm like. That's a code blue, everybody. <laughs> code blue. <laughs> and uh, five minutes later, she's like, oh, damn, you were right. The Mets lost. And, then, well, you know, Mets blew well, a five-run lead with two out in the ninth inning. And let's be honest. Keith Hernandez said it best today. It, it was a complete and utter shit show. And, you know, they made three errors. Jimenez, what is going on with Jimenez? What, what's the, first off, what's going on with Alonzo? Alonzo needs to step it up bigly, as the president of the United States say, bigly. Things need to be stepped up. And it's just... It's, it's, it's their disgrace. I could go on about this for hours. I know Gabe's ready to talk, so I will pass it over to Gabe. Uh, Gabe, t- take it. Take take it away. Uh, I mean, I, I personally did not watch the, the Mets game. Um, I did not either, by the way. But I haven't even seen any highlights from it. I've been kind of living on the rock the last few days. But, um, no, I mean, <laughs> pulling a five-run lead in the ninth is – with two outs, with two outs. It's it, it, it's it's like match tradition at this point. I think blowing leads in the ninth is just a, a tradition for the match. So we are, we are. Uh, as Keith Hernandez says a shit show. I, I love Keith. Keith Hernandez, greatest. Hey, I sent you a picture when the Mets blew that lead against the Phillies, and mm-hmm. <laughs> Keith yeah, that, <laughs> that was good. I like that one. That was a good picture. <laughs> What was he doing for the audience? What was he doing? Oh, he he gave everybody the bird. He gave the camera the bird. Those of you who are wondering, the picture was Keith Fernandez giving the camera the bird. Yeah. How could you not love Keith Fernandez? If you're if you're a Mets fan, you can't Fernandez. I mean, he's a great he's great. I mean, I'm a Phillies fan. I think he's hilarious. So. So yeah, I. The, the Mets gotta figure it out, man. I mean, they they they, they continuously blow leads, and that is the problem. And, I, and I'm gonna go into a little rant, and then we'll get on to the Phillies and whatever else. The Mets are just a disgrace. They, Edwin Diaz, why is he the closer? Like, if if you have an intelligent mind, which I know the Mets fans, you know, we 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 obviously don't, because let me let's be honest here. The Mets, you know, they have this stupid cheap loser who's the manager. And that's what he is. He's a cheap guy, doesn't know the game of baseball, shouldn't be the manager. Again, you could have Terry Collins be the manager who is smart. 
and then you could give Rojas the job next year. But no, the Mets said, hey, we can just pay this guy the league minimum. And that's why nobody likes the Wilpons. The Wilpons are terrible. And I, okay, if, let's be honest. Take your Philly fanatic out of it. Let's be honest. The Wilpons are terrible. Would you agree? Yes, I, I absolutely do. But but to play devil's advocate here for a second, just just for argument's sake, right? The Mets had the Mets, the Mets had a manager, right? Carlos Beltran, correct? They did. Who was the and, first time? And, and then and then they fired him because don't the whole, get me started. Because the whole cheating thing, right? Now. Here, here, here's my my argument, right? From from a well planned perspective, again, just playing devil's advocate, I agree with you completely. But uh, they they went into the season; they're not trying to win this season. Let's be honest; that wasn't their goal going in. Their goal going in was let's just get through this season. Right? We're selling the team. Yeah, let's just get through, show the team, do, do whatever, you know, just play through the season. Um, next season they're gonna get down. And dirty with it and try and like win games right but with with the manager position up last minute towards towards the start of the season and and still through these covid arguments and stuff between manager like owners and, and the players association and stuff like that um they, they they found a last minute replacement that they could just pay for cheap just to get through this season um because i do believe they only signed into a one-year deal correct it was a one-year deal. No, but it's a three-year deal. Oh, well, that's a surprise. Um, so, again, they could technically still fire him, but I don't think they're going to do that. Um, I think that's going to be up to the new owners uh, whenever that deal gets set and whenever the new owners take over. Um, I would hope it's going to be within three years. Um, you mean sexy-ass Cohen, as I call him? Sexy-ass Cohen? <laughs> I think I think he's gonna change things up. So I think the manager will leave with with new ownership. Um, so I I don't think they're gonna see the Mets fans are gonna see him for a full three years. Um, I don't think that's gonna happen. When he says to the media, "I love Edwin Diaz," I don't know why the fan base gets so mad at him. He's a great closer, one of the best. And then yeah, he's not the best. Um, he had the guy threw a slider <laughs> right down the pipe. He he had one good season. That doesn't make you that that doesn't make you a, a, the greatest closer in baseball. It, it means okay, we've seen what you can do, but you're just not doing what you can do. You know, you're you're not producing the way that you should that you're that you have the ability to do, and that's at that point when when they can't figure it out like that, you, you sit them down and you go look. Start producing, change something, do something, figure it out, or you're gone. You know? Again, I you know, I think the Mets as a whole are a disgrace. The organization. I've said this a million times on the podcast, so for everyone saying, You're just overreacting. You you're just said the Mets lost the Yankees. By the way, the Mets have lost almost a billion times a time to the Yankees. Used to it by now. Does it bother me? Of course it does. The way we lost bothers me more. But I think if yeah. you're a true fan, every loss sort of bothers you. Even if you're losing 12 nothing, you're like, it bothers you. And mm-hmm. as a coach, it bothers me as well. Because, you know, I, I think I could do better, which I, I think I could do better than the Rojas. But, I mean, anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, organization. So, did you see the video that was leaked out? No, I have not seen about it. The, about 
Brody and saying, oh, the Wilpons don't know what they're doing. Commissioner Rob Manfred is a joke. By the way, Rob Manfred, a freaking disgrace. Nobody likes him. Nobody yeah, likes him. I, I, would, I would say he, he's an overall um, letdown. He's a loss he, for everybody in the, in the MLB. He's, he's, Except he's the owners. Not, he, he's not really doing what he needs to be doing, in my opinion. Um, I, I don't think I don't think he's the guy to be running the MLB. Yeah, but then, so basically, this video says, "Oh, they don't know what they're doing. How can you play on Thursday night?" And again, not a political podcast. No, not gonna talk about. It. But just the fact that even the Mets general manager, who is a clown, who is a freaking clown, he traded away Jared Kelnick for this freaking D minus. And, you know, an F. He's a freaking – the only reason why Edwin Diaz is on a team, number one, he's on the Mets, and the Mets are a triple-A team. That's what they <laughs> – a triple-A team. That, look at their record over the years. Triple-A. No, I'm, I'm not disagreeing I'm not with you. In all honesty, some years, if you look back, I would question why the Mets just didn't put their MOB team down as their freaking triple-A team and bring the triple-A team up and give them a shot and say, hey, maybe they can probably produce better. Listen, we can get into it. I think the Mets are going through a, going to go through a massive rebuild. The rotation is a freaking mess. You, um, you guys need to go into a rebuild around, in my opinion, three no. players. In, in my opinion, you guys need to go into a rebuild around three players. And in, in my opinion, those three players are Jacob DeGrom, Pete Alonzo. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I think you still re- you have yep, to still build right, around right. because who can, again, with Degrom, it doesn't matter if he's getting older. He's still pitching gems, absolute gems. And lastly, in my opinion, I think you should build also around Jeff McNeil. Um, I and I know a lot of people like Conforto and stuff, but but I feel like Jeff McNeil is is a better option to build around than than Michael Conforto. Hear me out. I think Pete Alonso was a one-season wonder, and I've said that a lot. I just – power hitting to me is not special. I like Don Smith. I love Don Smith. He bats 316. He hits home runs. He hits doubles. And this guy is a better defender. I mean – I'm not I'm, – I wouldn't give up on Pete Alonso. I'm yet. not giving up on him. I'm just being and honest. Here, here's the reason. I don't – at first, I was with you. I honestly, last year, I was like – to, to one, of, one of our other friends, the Mets fan, I told him, I think Pete Alonso is going to be a one-season thing. I don't think he's going to go on. And now after after, after looking at him, I, his his swing is still good. Like, I, I've seen flashes of last season. It's just, again, with the shortened season and no spring, real spring training this year, I'm giving a lot of players the benefit of the doubt. I wouldn't judge any player this off, off this season at all. Uh, I'm, I'm well, giving this still season, a great player. I'm giving this season like like an exemption. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge anybody's play this season and say that that's their 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 normal play. Um, and again, for what I've seen of Pete Alonso at bats this year, it it just seems that hit his chasing a lot. I've watched yeah, every. Yeah, it's not it's not his swing or anything. It's not like his he, his swing is off or it's it's bad. He's still hit. He's still like when he hits the ball, he's still hitting it hard off the barrel. It's just he he's just got to learn to see the ball a little bit better this season. And again, you can attribute being able to see pitches better all 
to no spring training or, or stuff like that, you know. So um, I think as the season goes on, he'll, he'll hit a little better. I think once he, once he finds his groove again, he'll, he'll get into it, whether that's towards the end of the season or the start of next. Um, I think he'll get back into it. So the Yankees are winning the first game of the doubleheader. No surprise. They're not win- the Mets are not winning the second game. I'm a Mets fan. I'm very surprised that they win the second game. But I, I just don't see Alonzo. Listen, he's a good player. I don't think he'll ever be a star again like he was. I don't I think, think he will. I think he will. I, I personally. And I hope he's wrong. I hope I, he's a nice guy, too. I just think if you're asking me, who would who, does Alonzo deserve to be in the lineup right now? No, he doesn't deserve to be in the lineup right now. I think Donald Smith earned it. I think Donald Smith should play. I don't think he should replace Pete Alonzo, though. I think Pete Alonso earned his earned his chance to have a big slump this year because of his play last year. I think in a sixty game season, and you saw it today, if Dom Smith was the first by the way, Pete Alonso was DH Pete Alonso either should he should be down on the order. Can we at least agree on that? Alonso's batting Yeah, no, I and in all honesty, if if Pete Alonso really is struggling, put him in the DH. Like like switch it up, put him down in the order, take a little pressure off him. Give him a chance to just see some pitches, you know. Um, again, it's it's not his swing; it's just his it's just his eyes. He just needs to he just needs to see pitches, you know. Um, even if you tell him, "Hey, Pete, go up there and don't even swing the bat; just just watch pitches and try to identify them," you know. Or or but honestly, guys, have him drop down a bunt just so he can watch the 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 ball hit the bat. Um, every once in a while, that that'll honestly that that seems to sometimes fix people's people's eyes and and, and their pitch recognition. Um, you know, it's just it, it's it's all about him him getting that pitch recognition back. Um, that's that's his that's his big problem. Once he gets that back, he's gonna be crushing baseballs, no doubt about it. Here's the thing, and I hate the extra inning rule. I'm I'm just not a fan of the extra inning rule at all. I I just I'm not a fan. I'm in the same boat with I'm in the same boat with you there. I'm I'm not a fan of it. I think that Rob I don't like I'm a fan and I can't I'm a baseball purist, but I like the seven double headers. I, I do. I, I I even though the Mets lost today, I think the seven inning double headers for the player in the long run will make them benefit in a way. I again I I've, I've actually went to go see double headers and you can see by the second game the players are just Exhausted. Yeah, you cooked. And I think those three innings, the two innings, excuse me, makes a huge difference in the mm-hmm. long run. Now, if you want to keep the seven inning doubleheaders, I want to get your thoughts on that. Would you want to keep the seven inning doubleheaders? I, I I am down with that. I that's one. There's a lot of rules that they made this year that that I I want them to get rid of. Um, but that is one rule that I think is a good idea and should be implemented from here on out personally because um, nine-inning doubleheaders, man, that, you can just see it. It, it takes a toll on them. Um, and, and, and saving that four innings is huge, um, not just for pitching, uh, but for um, hitting standards as well. Because I mean, really, you think about it. Like, when you have to when you have to pitch two games in one day, right? You're taxing your pitching a lot more than you you normally would, right? So that puts you theoretically at a disadvantage 
um, over other teams who are only playing one game. So um, I, I like the rule. Um, I think we should keep that. Um, yeah, no, there's not to say. I think it's good. It, it evens it up a bit. It allows players to, to get a bit more of a rest. Um, and honestly, that, that's huge just for players' safety um, as well. I mean, it, 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 it lowers the likelihood of them getting hurt by a sustainable, a, a huge amount, a uh, substantial amount is what I was looking for. Um, so I, I think they should stick with that. You know, I, I, I'm a fan of the seven-inning doubleheader, and I'm not even – there's nothing really more for me to say. You listen to my podcast Friday, you know why. I'm a fan of it. Just going to the Mets again. This team is a – it's a mess. I mean, we don't have a bullpen. The chances is on the I.L., which is good. Thank God. I hope he's, I hope he's on the I.L. for the rest of the year. He was terrible. Familia, do I even have to go there? I mean, No. The, the, it's not even worth it. And Seth Lugo is a joke. I mean, no, he's not a joke. Seth Lugo should be the closer. You turn him into a starter. Rojas says, I'm only going to pitch him three innings. That'll show the other team. And <laughs> who's your closer? Ed Luz Diaz. He can't hold a three-run lead against the Yankees. And, you know, the Mets defense is awful. Uh, Billy Hamilton is the comical guy that tries to steal bases and falls on his butt. Ah, oh, the Mets are a mess. And, you know, we have an important four-game series against Philly that could decide whether or not the Mets make the playoffs. And that doesn't even get into Walker, Porcella. Oh, Porcella. Oh, my God. What a, <laughs> a freaking loot. I was wrong. I was 100% wrong. I love the one-year deal, but don't give it to him. And <clears throat> yeah, we've been only there for one year. Um, Let's move on to the Phillies. Take it away. Um... I'll chime in when I feel necessary. They've been playing, I mean, generally, and honestly, and generally, they've been playing poorly. Um, these last, these last, I think it's two, two or three games that they've won. They they played well. They played better. Um, thank God that they picked up a few pieces to their bullpen. I mean, don't get me wrong; those pieces are still not very good, but. They're better than the guys we had, which is saying something. Um, again, the Phillies at one point, I mean, they, they officially had the worst bullpen in MLB history. Um, the Mets are not that far behind them. It, it, it's it's ridiculous. The I mean, worst bullpen in MLB history in a 60-game season is just ridiculous. I mean, let's be honest. I, th- I In all honesty, I think the games that the, the Phillies would have won, I think, now double-digit games if it weren't for the bullpen blowing leads. I mean, the Phillies were up seven to one, Benny, seven to one in one in the second doubleheader game uh, against the Blue Jays. Okay. And, don't even get and me they blew it. And don't, they blew it. Hey, it, let me, let me tell you the Mets, well, don't, 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 the Mets last year in Washington blew a six run lead with one out to go. Benny, we we gotta we gotta figure out our t- our team's bullpens, Benny. I mean, Put me. They're both Put me. terrible. You know, uh, you know, a big weekend series against the Phillies coming up. 
And and again, like, like, let's just talk Which about. Which will decide like, who will get the next spot in the playoffs? Let, let's talk about just position players, right? I mean, let's talk about like haters. Oh, like, you want to go like, there? Okay. But like uh, like the Bryce Harpers or, or Michael Confortas of, of teams or or anybody like that, like this year. like I mean, those poor guys. I mean, they're scoring runs. Like they're not they're not going silent, right? Like actually, the Mets' offense cannot score runs. They're scoring. They're, I mean, at least the Phillies' offense has been scoring runs. But when you lose, when you're still losing games, scoring five oh, plus when when you're scoring five plus runs, is is killer. I mean, how how do you split your offense to keep like producing? The, like, you got to give your offense a break eventually. They're not going to be scoring five plus runs a game, like every single game. It's it's, it's like a once a week thing at this point. It, it, it won't happen. Like the, the the Phillies, their bullpen has to come through and, and close out games. I mean. The Phillies at this point, their offense needs to have at least a 10-run lead if they want to even have a chance at winning a game with the bullpen. Like, it, it's bad. It's really bad. And um, uh, thankfully, the, the, the bullpen hasn't hasn't blown, hasn't given up too many runs the past few games for the Phillies. Um, it looks like it's getting a little better to knock on some wood. Um, still not even close to good or adequate, but it's a little better. It's still bad. Hey, look at the bright side. We got the two most shittiest teams. Yeah, seriously. Um, I will say I got I have to comment on Bryce Harper, um, quickly here because I'm shocked. I I, I underestimated him completely. Uh, I thought he was. Uh, last year I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I did. I Which said, you should have. He, he he performed he performed okay last year. It wasn't great, but he performed he performed well last year. But I didn't feel like he performed like a $330 million player. But I said, all right, I'll give him the season. This is his first season in Philadelphia. And he struck him out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, but I, I didn't have too much confidence in him, even though I've given him the benefit of the doubt. But this year he's proved me wrong. He's having a potential MVP season. Um, I mean, he brought back 2015 Harper this year. He is going off. So, no offense, not that I'm trying to be rude. The MVP this year means nothing, just like the Cy Young won't mean nothing. No, I agree. But he, he he's playing like, like MVP Harbor in 2015 is what I'm trying to say, right? Like, he, he's back. He's, he's playing well. He has a whole new attitude, I feel like, this season. Um, maybe, honestly, maybe he, he's humbled a little bit because he has kids and he's, he's starting to see the world from a different point of view. And I understand, I mean, that has a huge effect on players. Um, I mean, that's just a huge effect on people, but um, he, he, he's yeah, coming back. He, he really is. He's coming, he's coming back like 2015 MVP Bryce Harper, and he, he's showing up to the field every day playing, playing really, really well. Um, I hope he didn't I'm, jinx I'm, that. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Knock on wood. Listen, Phillies are a good team. They're going to make the playoffs. Mets are not going to make the playoffs. Uh, unless Michael Walker, who was another letdown, Brody Van Wagenen is going to get fired. He's, he's terrible. <laughs> Just think, Jared Kelnick will be making his major league debut in like a month, or in like a week. Mm-hmm. And, um, Poor Mets. The Mets fans. I mean, did you see, I sent you that one about Jacob deGrom in the house. And uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Perfect metaphor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For 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 all those listening, Benny sent me a a video. I believe it was a TikTok. Um. And it was it was Jacob Degrom 
it was, it was a guy pretending to be Jacob DeGrom in, in the bullpen. And um, it's Jacob DeGrom talked to the bullpen. He goes, guys, I pitched I pitched eight innings. My arm's about to fall off. I'm at like 150 pitches. I've pitched, pitched a shutout so far. Who, who wants to take over for this ninth inning and finish it out? And the bullpen's just playing playing rock, paper, scissors, shoot to see who's going to blow the game. And they're talking about, oh, all right, time for me to go blow it. And then I believe Edwin Diaz wins. And he goes, all right. Let's blow another one. It actually happened. That video actually came true. That's the worst part. It came true Thursday night. Uh, it's funny. Poor DeGrom, man. I mean, he's going to be he, – he's – He's uh, going to break get, a record. Most, most... – let's, let's be honest. He, he's in the Hall of Fame already. It's not even a question. Um, he, he, he – let's talk about this right for a quick second. Jacob, Jacob DeGrom is the most, in my opinion, I still feel like he's, he's very underrated. Um, um, yes, yeah, so if he had wins, he wouldn't be underrated. And and that's the thing. Like like I, I I'm hearing all these things like on on ESPN or MLB Network about oh Garrett Cole is so great. Let's be honest here. Garrett Cole is a good pitcher. He is not a, he's not any he's not what I would consider an elite pitcher. He's, he's a good pitcher. He's a good pitcher, right? That has that had one a cheating offense and now two a Yankees offense. So. That's not his – like, don't get me wrong. He's not a terrible pitcher. He is a good pitcher. But his pitching is always backed up by the bats. It's not his pitching. It's his bats. Poor Jacob DeGrom is 100% the greatest pitcher in the MLB right now. And he's got zero bats, literally zero. And even if he does get some kind of offense, the, the bullpen will blow it like, and, and give him a no decision. So it, it's ridiculous. It's insane. Uh, uh, Jacob DeGrom at this point needs to throw complete game shutouts or complete game one-run games. And then he needs to hit the home run, I think, at this point. Like a two-run shot to win the, to put them up two to one and then win the game. I, I think he needs to do it all himself at this point. Um, I, I don't know. Unfortunately, he can't do that because of the age this season. But, again. Forever. The DH isn't going away, Gabe. It breaks my heart. It's not going away. Uh, I don't think it is either, but I'm still going to hold out hope. So. <laughs> me too. Me, me too. We got to be honest with ourselves. The BH is close. It's on life. It's pretty much here. I think pitchers should hit. Call me old-fashioned, but pitchers need to hit. There's something about pitchers hitting. Hey, we advanced this year. We advanced. We we accepted seven inning doubleheaders into our lives. Yeah. Yeah. But listen, I want to talk about Andrew McCutcheon and how bad of a signing that was. You know what? Uh, I don't think that was a bad signing. I here here's why, right? But I called it too. How bad he was going to we, be. We we didn't pay him a crazy amount of money, right? It it was it was a good amount, but it wasn't anything crazy. I think I think it was worth it. And yes, it was unfortunate with the ACL. He he. He still hasn't recovered completely. You can see it when he runs. His speed isn't back yet. Um, he, Sorry to interrupt, but it might never be back. I, no, I'm, no, no, I'm, no, I'm not I'm knocking not, him. I'm not he, knocking him. No, he, he's ne- I understand he's never going to be as fast as he was. It's just how, it's just how it works. When, when you tear an ACL, you're not going to be as fast as you were. But you can see him the way he runs. He still limps a tiny bit. Like, he's still re- – and, and it's not like one of those permanent ones. It's like 
over exaggerated still. And you can see like his times. They they showed it on the on the TV. I believe I believe, I believe the other day for like his times like like from sprint like sprinting times from like sprint um around spring t- training time when he was like just starting up running again because he wasn't playing yet. He was still recovering during spring training, but and doing therapy. But he he started like jogging and then running. And you can see his times throughout the season, they've gotten faster, right? He, he's getting, he's slowly getting faster and faster as, as the season goes on because it's like starting to heal a little bit better. But um, the beginning of the season was rough for Andrew McCutcheon this season. He, he was, he was off. And, Look, Michelle, his former self. And, and, and nothing was going his way either. I mean, don't get me wrong. He wasn't completely back to his normal self, but he hit a, he, he was hitting a couple rockets. Um, and, and they were just going right at everybody. Um, he wasn't finding the holes, and um, he, he just he, – he looked off. He did. He just looked generally off. Even in the outfield, he looked off. But as the season goes has about a week ago, I was watching him, and it just seems like he flipped the switch one game, and, and he's, he's back. Like, ever since he hit his first home run, his hitting – his average oh, yes, shot that's up, why his, his average has shot up, I think, over 100 – points I think it's like around 150 points his average shot up um and he he's been hitting home runs he's been getting those extra base hits his running seems they've gotten better and his fielding the biggest thing to me was his fielding seems like it's back but you can DH him that's the thing I don't get and I think that's that's, better off that's where I don't like that's why I think it's still a bad signing because if you have to take a player out in the sixth inning because you have a lead I I think I think but again, here's the thing. The Phillies are still giving McCutcheon a lot of rest days because he's still coming back from the ACL. He, he's getting those rest days. Um, Update. So Yankees have two runners on. Of course they do. Get ready for a three-run shot. Don't um, call them. He's up to the plate. <laughs> he calls it. I'm going to scream. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, think, I think McCutcheon is coming back. And Again, the ACL wasn't on him. That was all Gene Segura. Um, oh, I'm not blaming him for being injured. It, Before the it, people it, think it, that I was. If if, she, if she, Gene Segura sprint runs out that pop fly in the infield, McCutcheon's ACL is perfectly fine. Um, you know, I was talking to our draft expert, and he said the same thing, except he used a few other kindly words we will not say on this podcast. By the way, <laughs> the draft expert will be coming back on soon. So for Coach Weber out there, he will be back on, Coach. Don't worry. He's excited. <laughs> but, you got to love that draft expert. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think McCutcheon has, has a bright rest of uh, rest of the season, and I think he could definitely he definitely has the ability to continue it into the next season. How many um, years does that deal? Three. So this is his second. Um, next year will be his third year, I believe. If he has a if he has a mediocre so, season next year. It, it, that contract will be a letdown. He needs to produce next year. I, I think uh, right Unless now. Unless the Phillies pre- sign somebody else that can replace him, and he could just be a bench piece. If, if that's the case, if you change his role, that's different. But if you're not yeah, going to yeah, change yeah. his role, yeah, I get that. And I think uh, again, let's see where where he goes with his ACL. It's still coming back. Um, but recently, if he he performs like he has recently, I see no reason not to. Um, not to stick him out there in left field. I would DH him. I he's, just, he's, he's playing well. He is. And his, his fielding's gotten a lot better. So 
if you well, have we'll to see. replace him in the seventh, which the Phillies yeah. keep doing. Again, that's 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 their decision to make. That's Joe Girardi's decision. Um, you know Joe's running that 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 team. You know it. I, I think I think part of that is also his ACL. I still don't. Girardi is is really focused on on. He's always an injury focused guy. Do you like Joe Girardi, man? Um. While we're on the topic of him, because I love him, I will always love him. Right now, I am actually I, I I'm a fan of him. I was a fan of him when he was in the Yankees. Um, I, I'm a fan of him now. Still, I, I'm still a fan. Um, You're turning. Wrong, a few of his bullpen decisions were questionable, but at, towards the beginning of the season. But I I think again, I think he was still trying to feel it out with with the bullpen. Um, they're terrible. Um, they were terrible. They still are terrible. Um, again, he he's doing the best he can with with the bullpen pieces he's given by the by the GM. Um, so I, I like him. I like his strategy. I like that he's very injury focused. He he's always focused on on uh, injury prevention with players. That's his one. Of, that's his main focus always. And and I I think that's a very good focus to have. I think personally that should be every head coach's main focus is injury prevention with players. Um, you know, he, if I may jump in. Quickly. I, I say, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. I'll I'll jump in afterwards. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I like the injury focus. And, and another example of that, not just him pulling Andrew McCutcheon in the seventh inning, um, giving, giving Andrew, you know, building him up from the ground oh, up. and that was right in, um, Is JT Ramuto. He, he gave him the Thank God. They'll be coming to the Mets. Big, I, big, big, big. Hey. I wouldn't say he's going to the Mets just yet. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think there's a good chance he does. But. He's going to get – JT Ramuto is going to get a lot of expensive offers that the Mets are going to have to compete with. They're going to have to spend a lot Steve of money. Cohen has artwork more than the Mets. Um, That's all I'm going to say. But um, – If he wants them, Stevie's going to get them. I, I like I like that, that he gives JT constant rest. You know, he'll throw DH, he'll DH JT um, a lot and give Andrew Knapp the, the day behind the plate. That way just JT's not constantly yeah. catching – um, Who's going to be your catcher if like Ramuto leaves, hypothetically? Who is your catcher? Right now, it would be Andrew Knapp, who... Oh, crap. You, you I... Be... No. I don't like him. He, he, he's not my favorite catcher. He's not my number one choice, obviously. But he, he he's performing a lot better this year than he was last year. I will give him all the credit in the world. He's a switch hitting catcher, which is always good. There's not many of those. Um, you know, there's... I think Yasmani Grandal is the only other one. I think other than Andrew Knapp right now in the MLB. That's a switch hitting catcher. Um, oh, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right, 100%. But he he's proven me wrong hitting-wise. I, I said Andrew Knapp is just subpar hitting this year. This year I would say he's he's average. He's, he's an average hitter. He's not anything near special. The only thing um, I'll say about that is the days he, he, he's not facing the, the best the best pitches in the world because I – because managers have been coddling the pitchers, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. So at least for two at-bats, you're going to get people that really should be in triple-A or double-A. And I think next season is going to be the real test for him if Ray Muto is not there. I agree. And uh, this, uh, don't get me wrong. Are the Phillies going to re-sign Ray Muto? I, I, I hope – I hope the Phillies re-sign Romuto, but I don't think they're going to re-sign him. I don't think they're going to be able to sign him to an extension. 
Um, that was a mistake on them last year. They should have done that last year. I think I think they're gonna have to pick him up off pick him up off the market, which. There's no way he's signing an extension now. No way. I, I, I don't know. I. <clears throat> I hope he doesn't. I don't think he will. I think I think the Phillies are gonna have to. They're gonna have to grab him up off the open market. And here's the thing. Good luck. I I don't think that JT is opposed to going back to Philadelphia. No, he's, he loves he's not. He's not. He he enjoys Philadelphia, and he's said that multiple times. But. Anywhere's better than Miami, though. Let's be honest. I think I think part of me part of me wants to say that the, the Phillies management isn't offering him the money that he deserves. And again, we don't know this. They haven't confirmed any any negotiations or anything. They haven't talked about him at all. Um, but the Phillies are going to have to pay for him. Uh, the Phillies the Phillies have the cap. They they, they have the the space to pay for him. They they can. They just have to they have to get on it. They they have to sign an extension to him. They have to pay him. They have to pay him the money he deserves. I mean, he, he's a, he's the best catcher in the MLB right now. They they gotta pay him what he deserves. So we'll see what happens. Um. Okay. Big weekend series. We're gonna get one more Mets update presented by the Get all your cell phone accessories from there, and your Mets report brought to you by Geico. As uh, Gary Cohen would say, Geico is not a sponsor. Bases loaded, top of the fourth, two outs. By the way, the Mets are the home team. They are the home team. Okay. That's this stupid doubleheader. All right. High fly ball, deep left, going back. It's foul. It's foul. It's foul. It's foul. It's foul, everybody. It's foul. <laughs> oh, man. People are going to um, listen to this, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we lost that game. <laughs> By the way, this is the only podcast you get today. I'm not doing another instant reaction. Not My brain can't handle another instant reaction. <laughs> you can't. You just can't handle all the stress, all the rage. <laughs> I got a lot of it out before we came on the air today. On the recording, I should say, not on the air. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say I could tell you, you're you're a lot calmer than that. I expected. I expected a full rage, Benny, but uh, I got well, a calmer a, Benny. When you have a closer that cannot close anything, who is complete and utter shit, who comes out on the mound and he says, "I think it's a long run in there. I cannot. I don't want to. Oh, home run. Did I do something bad? That's what he. This guy is probably so thick skulled in the hat. Four pitching coaches, zero results. Four. And he's still a closer. Benny, to me, if you're not listening to the pitching coach when you're struggling like this, you're benched. You're benched. You don't play. High fly ball, deep left field, going back, going back, leaps, got it. Inning over. I um I don't know if you listen to my podcast. There are points where I'm recording where I just start yelling at the television. That's what the audience wants. That that's what the ratings. That's the okay. Hey, it's it's fun. Back to Diaz. Uh, I I don't I don't know. Diaz is to me he seems like a guy that you let go. Um. And then he becomes a star somewhere else. Yeah, but he can't do it. He can't he can't handle it in New York. He he can't. Um, I feel like it's become obvious. You let him go. 
you you gotta let him go and, and, and give somebody else a shot, whether it's Cecil to go or dare I say Familia. Uh, I sent you that video of um, Familia, and it says, I think it was like, hello, you just lost <laughs> the chariots. <laughs> Come, you didn't think that was going to get off? Oh, no, I laughed. You Most just lost to Jerry's familiar. Yeah, I thought that was funny. But um, Did I send you the video where it's that one analyst from, from uh, ESPN and some um, Diaz coming in after blowing the save? <laughs> and and they're playing that, that music, the hype music behind them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, you sent me that. I, you, I thought you'd get a chuckle out of that one. I, I thought you would get a chuckle. I need that. The Mets need to find a new closer. <laughs> the Mets need to find. Listen, I'm going to go on a little bit of a wolf on that because I, I hate the wolf. I, I really highly. I don't hate anybody, but I highly just. I, I just. I just. The wolf on. They're terrible. They, they've given me so much pain. So, did I send you that thing where it was. How do you, how would you describe being a Mets fan? Someone and then it was just so much pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was accurate. That was that is one hundred percent how every Mets fan feels. I laughed out loud at that one. My my dad asked me what are you laughing at? I said Benny sent me Benny sent me a meme about Mets fans being a pain. He just laughed too. He thought it was hilarious. The Wolfhounds signed these cheap ass bargain pitchers. And by the way, the Wolfhounds, if you're listening to this, I don't like you. New York doesn't like you. Get the hell out. Get the hell out. Nobody likes you. Go on Twitter. Go on Instagram. And every Met page is, we hate the Wolfhounds. We hate the Wolfhounds. We really don't like the Wolfhounds. Nobody likes them. They are terrible for New York. They're, they're just they're, they're bad people. They, Fred Wolfhound should be in jail for what, what happened with the Bernie Madoff scandal. He was a feeder. He fed millions of dollars to Bernie Madoff, and he should be in jail if you do the research. And I did do the research. Called being in the get two breaks. Really. I say, man, they, they, a lot of they are a freaking disgrace. They, they should, they, they have been disgraced since the day they were born by William Shatter. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going a bit far there, Betty. <laughs> well, look at their first season. They were sixty-two and they were sixty and one. They were like sixty and one something, one twenty. They lose a lot. I mean, if you're a Mets fan, take a perspective from a real Mets fan. You, you, you cannot list any happy moment. Name one happy moment in the decade. David Wright went on the DL, never came back. Jacob Degrom, great. Matt Harvey. What what sadness did Matt Harvey bring us? Like, let's talk. Let's talk about Matt Harvey for a minute. Did you see him on the on the Royals the other he day? He sucked. He sucked after one inning. Uh, yeah. That was that was. I did not Good expect him, to see him. I did not expect to see him back in an MLB uniform. And and my in all honesty, I, if it wasn't for a COVID season, he wouldn't be. I was not ready for him to come back. And you know what the scary part is? People are trying, I like that. People are trying to trade for him because of how bad these. Like COVID has done rotations and just players in like it's crazy. He's like he's like a possible trade piece for the Royals. Which I mean, hey, if you're the Royals, if you're the Royals, they said they said the Mets get their first day of the game. Brought to you by the phone thing. (laughs) But again, if if you're the Royals, you're happy about that. You're like, yeah, let's get rid of this guy before he goes back into the pooper. You know, you're trying to trade him. Oh, never mind, double play. Honestly, they probably picked him up for the league minimum. They Um, did. 
And then you just take it for the league minimum and you say, here you go, trade him and get a few pieces back, you know? Seriously, while he's worth something, get rid of him, you know? Let me let me tell you. Just let me let me get this off my chest because every Met fan thinks this. David Wright. I love David. One of our Met fans was in tears when I knew him. I was not. What what sadness? Johan Santana, Billy Wagner, Sherry Stramilia, Lucas Duda. Mike Davis, Daniel Murphy went to the went to the Nationals and became a 360 hitter. Neil Walker, oh, poor man. Jay Bruce, Jay Bruce. Yeah, Jay Bruce. He he got he came to Philadelphia and started hitting baseballs, man. Yep. He just decided not to play for you guys. I swear. Jared Kelnick, Jared Kelnick. Oh my God, Jared Kelnick. He's gonna be a star. Paul LaDuca, Luis Castillo, drop the ball. We <laughs> have one stupid freaking pop-up. <clears throat> oh, God. Oh, God. Um, Should I go on here? Do, 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 do you want to hear a few more before we wrap this up, before I ask the final few questions? Yeah, let's, let's get, entertain me a little bit, Benny. Let me, let me hear a few more. Joanna Cespedes, the second time around. The third time around. I dude, how many how many chances are the Mets gonna give him, man? Like I don't understand. And in, in all honesty, he he's he not now. He just doesn't seem like a good person. He, he's not a good person. He, yeah. went, he 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 opted out for COVID reasons and then immediately went to a freaking strip club. He he genuinely just seems like a bad person. Nightclub. He, he seems like a selfish person in my opinion. Uh I don't – he's he's not a That's team right. player. And in all honesty, you got to be a team player if you're playing baseball. If you're not, go home. What, why are you here? You know, like, again, uh, there are good players that aren't team players, and you can see it. You he's see not a it. good player, though. He hasn't been good for a while. Well, yeah, that's true. But I'm saying, like, just generally, yeah, it up. you I mean, can see it in teams when, when there's a selfish – when there's selfish players on the team, the team's record shows it. It doesn't matter how good that selfish person is. The, the record will show it. Um, Even that's another one. He's so, not selfish. He's just a loser. No, he's, not, he's just not good. He's just not good. Steven Matz? Ah, he serves him up, man. He's hurt again, so. I think Steven Matz should be a bullpen piece for you guys. He should guys. be a closer. I think he'd be a sick closer. I know. I, th- I, I genuinely think Steven Matz in the bullpen would be a good. I think he'd be a, a pretty decent option from the bullpen, you know? But what do I know? Carlos Delgado. Jason Day. Jason Bleeping Day. You want you want to talk about him for a second, Benny? Jason Bay. When I was a young kid, I was in. I was watching the Mets one night. I was in the hospital in New York. Turned it on the television. That was your first mistake. I was like eight years old. This is when I first became a baseball fan. I'm flipping through the channels. And this lousy piece of trash is up to the plate named Jason Bay, who robbed the Mets blind. Base is loaded. Gary Cohen, greatest one of the greatest announcers of all time. I don't care what anybody says. 
they've been voted the best booth every year by every place. They are much better than the Philly announcers. By the way, the Philly announcers are good. Because I've had to listen to them. But, come on. Keith Hernandez flipping people off? Doesn't get better than that. <laughs> Gary Cohen saying, oh, my God, what just happened? I'm going to quit. Doesn't get much better than that. So Gary Cohen has all this excitement in his voice. Mets have this stupid guy who beat up his wife, Francisco Rodriguez, on the mound. Freaking another one, another great signing. Great job, Wilpons. Great job. The one time you spend money, you spend it on a guy that beats his wife up. He goes to the Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> oh, I should. Oh, God. Marlon Burton, another one. There's another one. Uh, and um, he, he becomes this great guy all of a sudden. Coming up to the plate. A measly little, little pop-up to Jason Bay that could end the game. What does he do? Does he, A, catch the ball? Does he, B, oh, just misjudge it? Does he, or C, does he not even make an attempt to go after the ball? What do you think? Oh, am I supposed to answer this? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. My, my, my guess is C. Oh, it was C. Oh, it was B. He just misjudged it. No, it was C. It was C. Oh, okay, yeah. It was C. He just didn't even make an attempt. And what does Terry Collins do after the game? He freaking loses his mind and basically starts to cry. It's up there. It is up on YouTube. Look up Terry Collins 2011 against the Pirates. And he's literally just like, that's like the 15th time in a row this has happened to us. I don't know what else to do. When when your guy throws seven innings, you, you just do He's then like, then I thought to myself, I'll turn it around. They never have been able to turn it around. And I have been put to bed some nights when I was younger in tears. When I was really, really young. Because I used to get teased so badly. Because the Phillies used to be so freaking good. And, and, I, and I will never hate the Phillies. I will never like them, but I will never hate them. You had The Phillies used to beat the Mets ass so bad to the point where it was just – and you remember, you were, you were happy – and I used to get teased so good days. bad that I would put, I would hope the Mets would win. And the way the Mets would lose would just, like, I'd come in with my stupid little Jose Reyes jersey before he went to the Miami Marlins because the Mets refused to pay him. And I would just get teased. Oh, did you see the error Jose Reyes made last night? <laughs> see this? Did you see that? You see how the Mets suck? Did you see their mascot put someone off? I know, and I'm, I, by the, I was not crying, by the I was not crying because I was getting teased. I was crying because of the way the Mets would lose the games. They would load the bases. Hey, they're, they're going to put their fans to tears. I, and now it's just anger. It's turned, in from ang- it's turned into sadness, from sadness to pure just disgust. Do you want me to go on? Michael Kadire, another one, another great sign. Another one. Michael Kadire. Well, I- I think you could go on forever, so I think we should probably get into the the, you want a few more? You want a few more? the the end the end segment here with the last few questions. Okay, I I can give you one more if you want. Yeah, you promise one more? Oh, it's a Bobby freaking Bonia. <laughs> Bobby Bonia. Tell us in on who Bobby Bonia is. I personally do not have a crazy recognition of him. 
He sucked. That's what it was. He sucked. But... And the Mets said, we'll pay you $1.2 billion. No, wait, million dollars. Every July uh, 1st. Yeah, I, I, I remember him. And I remember him because he's the guy with the extended contract, right? Where, like, he wasn't playing, but he was still getting paid. Is that him? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. He, I mean, honestly, on <laughs> he was smart about it. <laughs> he was getting paid after he was done playing. <laughs> he was still getting paid millions after he was done. It was crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Smart guy, I guess. I mean, he did it right. The Mets this weekend, now Labor Day weekend, are playing the Philadelphia Phillies. How big is this series, and what do you expect from both teams that are dumpster fires? Um, I expect the bullpens to give up a lot of runs. Uh, there's going to be a lot of runs scored in the late innings of these games, um, a lot on both sides. Um, I think it's I think this series is is huge for both teams. This is this is a huge crucial crucial series for them to 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 get uh, into the playoff run for both teams. Um, and for, for the Mets, I feel like this is, this is the time to get the offense rolling. You're going to be facing a terrible bullpen. Um, in those late innings, it's time for the Mets offense to capitalize, raise their average, their team average a bit and, uh, and score some runs. Um, for the Phillies, I think their offense needs to continue what it's doing. Again, same thing as, as it is for the Mets. Take advantage of the, of the, the release pitchers in late game. Um, Score as many runs as you can for 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 the bullpen. I mean that's that's the memo for both teams really. It scores as many runs as you can to give your bullpen the biggest cushion possible because God knows they're gonna need it. Who wins this series? You gotta make a prediction right now. Who wins this series? I think the Phillies. Um, I, I personally. I can't disagree with you there. I mean, right now, hopefully honestly, the Mets have a good week against the Orioles. Let me just say this. Let me get my Mets preview quick, and then we'll finish yeah, up with it. your thoughts, and we'll go be for, done. Go for it. I just gotta. Uh, the Mets' offense is a, is atrocious with runners in scoring position. Alonzo's struggling. McNeil's struggling, but he's hurt. He's hurt bad. He's playing with a broken knee, pretty much. I think. Because remember, mm-hmm. he made that catch with the wall. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh, McNeil is playing hurt for the team because there's really no better yeah. option. And, um, you know, the Mets got to face the Marlins tomorrow for the final time. Thank God. Never have to see them again. Take it to us. Um, the Rays, no, the Yankees Thursday and then Baltimore for two. This series, this week, the Mets have to build a cushion. They have to. They have to win tonight, they, which they're not going to win tonight. They have to win this series against the Yankees. They should have won this series against the Yankees. And to be quite frank with you, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, we're going to have my draft expert on this week. And this podcast may just turn into a football podcast after Labor Day. I don't think the Mets have any – I hope the Mets turn this around, and I hope I look back at this podcast and say, boy, it was just one bad loss. But as I've been saying all year, the Mets just don't look like they have their heads into it. This is a transitional year at best. And if you look at the franchise as a whole – when they have expectations, they fail. 88, 2007, 2008, 2016, 70, 71, 72. How about every year the Mets have been in existence? No, because there have been years when we, just, we knew it was going to suck. Late 70s comes to mind. <laughs> early 20, early 2010s comes to mind. Oh, those were dark years. Those were dark years. That's why when I hear 
Uh, by the way, I won Mets trivia this week, and I, and I got a lot of hate in the Seven Line Army chat. This kid's just just getting started when the Mets are good. So then the host just looks at me and said, "This kid was alive when the Mets were just god awful when he first started watching." It's no picnic being a Mets fan if you were born in the late 2000s or the early 2000s. It's not a picnic. But to finish off, and then I'll give the microphone back to Gabe to finish up, and we'll be done. It, it, this is an important week for the Mets, and I, I don't see them winning. I, I could see them getting swept. I could see them sweeping the Phillies. But if you're asking me now, I think the Mets lose one out of three, and I think the Mets will not make the playoffs, which I think I said during my season preview with Will Algard. And um, that's it for me. Um, the Mets are not performing right now against the Yankees. Today was a terrible day for the Mets fan. It went from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, ladies and gentlemen. And we will get one more scoreboard update, and then we will pass it over to Gabe. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Mets are still down one to nothing. Lugo is Lugo is not pitching anymore, so we have no hope. So, Gabe, take it away. Give your prediction, and um, we'll wrap it up. Um, prediction is Phillies win the series. Um, and yes, I am a Phillies fan, but from an objective standpoint. Um, I think the Phillies right now are a better team. Um, they 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 just had a walk off last night. Um, Scott Kingery hit a hit a grand slam, um, or not a grand slam, but he uh, was it a grand slam? I don't know. He hit a walk off. I think it was a three run shot, not a grand slam. Um, but the, the Phillies have been rolling lately. Um, again, they could completely go cold. Um, and there is always a chance. This is a wide open series still, in my opinion, that the Mets could could turn on the offense now. Um, but as of right now, I think the Phillies are going to win. Um, the Phillies starting pitching has been doing well with, with a few exceptions. By the way, here Zach Wheeler was a great pickup by you guys. Just had to add that in. Um, thank you. We didn't even talk about him. And uh, the Phillies bullpen's looking a little bit better. And still not good by any means, but it's looking a little bit better. So um, I think the Phillies, I think the Phillies are, are favorites, I believe, to, to win this series. But again, the Mets, the Mets are, can easily come out of nowhere and turn on the offense. So we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Mets Twitter right now is the best. You will be getting a lot of memes later. How many games did the Phillies win in this series? Do they sweep? Because I don't think they're going to sweep. I really don't. Uh, I, don't I, I There's a chance to sweep. I, I think. I think the Mets. I think, like you said, I think the Mets are winning one game. And I hope I'm wrong by this. I'm a true Mets fan. I hope I proved that. I won Big Apple trivia. By the way, did you watch that? The trivia that you won. Yeah. 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 You sent it. Yeah. You sent. You sent it to me. Yeah. They 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 made a mistake by giving me the easiest edition. But uh, that's their problem, not mine. I still got 50 bucks. <laughs> it was over quick. They were playing for peanuts at that point. But um, <laughs> I was great. I was just firing them out. <laughs> You gotta give You're me credit. No, I, I was I was excited for you. I thought that was awesome. That was cool. She was shocked that she was like, "Oh no, I gave the too easy one." I told her not to. I warned her. I said, "Give me the '80s trivia." <laughs> I have a shot to confuse me. But the Mets are a disgrace. The Phillies. By the way, whoever wins this series is going to make the playoffs for the NLEs. The is going to be the second team. Correct? We agree. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I we think, this we is think big, the Marlins are done. We think the Marlins I think this are is a big, 
Yeah, I think this is I think the Monarchs had a good run at first, but they're they're going back downhill, I believe. Um Oh, what's your thoughts on Cohen, might I have? But we have time. What's your thoughts on Cohen buying the Mets? Uh, uh, this is not a Mets fan talking, and then we'll be done. I, if, if, if you're a Mets fan, you better be throwing a party because your team, for the first time in how many years, a billion. has a chance to reform into something positive. Um, I don't know. To, uh, at least as an outsider. Um, That's why I'm asking you, because you are an outsider. It's always seemed to me like there's been a negative, a negative vibe um, from the Mets, with because of the Wilpons, in my opinion. Um, and you've heard that. Always, you've heard that from our Mets fan friend too, and you've heard that from me many times. We're just, we're yeah, like, it, most of the time we're negative. Well, yeah, but it's, we're it's not negative people. Guys, we're just it's, negative it's, about it's, baseball. It's it's just it's really just the Wilpons vibe. Like even like when I when I tune into like a game that's on like the Mets are playing like Sunday night baseball or something. Like it's just it just seems like the 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 vibe from due to Lopons is just negative for the Mets, um, you know. So I think I think reform and positivity is coming for you guys. We all can hope. And I just got a text message from an, he will rename anonymous. You really never heard a Mets broadcast! Exclamation point! Someone just texted me. What? You've never heard of Mets broadcast. You've never actually listened to a Mets broadcast before. Me? Yes. Uh, I have at your house for a little bit. You've never actually sat down and actually listened to Keith Hernandez and Ron Darling have a meltdown. Uh, I've never heard a full game of them up and down, no. God, you're missing out. Some of the best memes in life have come out of those games, (laughs) baseball-wise. And the MLB uses them for half of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I've I've heard them before, but I've never sat down and watched like a full game. They are the of, best of them announcing. So, Gabe, I'm sorry. I I know your birthday's coming up in September, but uh, you will never get the gift of having the best booth in baseball. <laughs> you can keep it. That's the one thing the Mets got. You, they, you, got, you have nothing else. You guys need it at this point. Fair point. This has been an edition of the Mets News Podcast. I'd like to thank Gabe Stay for coming on. Always fun to have him on. The draft expert is coming back. Yes, it's true. He's coming back. Get excited. Get your football question in, and questions in on Instagram and Twitter. Do me a favor. Don't ask stupid ones. This guy, if you, I don't know if you have a, I don't know. This guy seems like he's a lot smarter than us because he is. Great baseball mind. I've, I've learned a lot from this guy. <laughs> Great baseball mind. Even better football mind. Could be on ESPN, but he's luckily property of my podcast. His, his intellectual property is going to be mine. He promised that one time. So just enjoy him when he comes on. I will have more details on him, but I'm excited to have him on because he's already ranting about the Phillies. He sent me an email how they're going to suck this year, which I don't know about because I, I haven't gotten ready for football yet. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be exciting. Um, you want to say anything about that, Gabe? You have a little smile on your face. No, the the – Eagle, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be a mess this year, I think. So we'll we'll see. They'll somehow find them. They'll find a way to make the playoffs, and the Giants will be at the basement. You will hear that. You will hear that more on my football edition, where we have the draft expert make, and I make predictions, where he will very much outdo do me, because he's in a betting pool, and um, he usually gets very far in the betting pool, except last year he bombed. So listen to me on that one. But um, 
Thanks, thank you, Gabe. Stay. The Mets are suck. They're still losing at the moment, and um, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. See you next week. This has been an edition of the Instant Reaction slash Live Game Reaction slash Mets Recap Review. Thank you very much.